0: Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. It's your host, Amy Bailey, and I have been a little bit absent lately. I realized that, I want to apologize, but um, just have been busy with work and um, kids and sports and so the podcast has kind of gotten on the back burner, but I do have some guests lined up and I have a couple of topics for the next two weeks. I want to cover athleticism in pregnancy and postpartum. So tonight we are going to talk about, or today, we are going to talk about exercise and the pregnant woman. Um, You know, I think for so long, people were cautioned against exercising during their pregnancy. The thought was, um, you can keep doing what you're doing. If you've been running, you can keep running, but don't start a new exercise routine. And I just want to completely debunk that today. Um, it is okay to start a new exercise routine. Of course, there are guidelines and you should definitely listen to your body, but it is a great time to start exercising at any point in your life, not putting it off until postpartum. There are so many benefits to exercise for our health, um, that I don't think we should ever put it off. If you're wanting to move your body, then move your body. Um, and that doesn't mean that to go from zero to like a hundred miles per hour. So if you have not been doing any exercise, I don't recommend jumping into the biggest, uh, busiest gym in town. You may want to start slower, like hiring your own personal trainer to do one-on-one or taking a yoga class, specifically maybe a prenatal yoga class. I think everybody also kind of has the assumption that if you're pregnant, you just need to only be either walking and doing prenatal yoga and I don't believe that's true either because there are some people out there who just don't enjoy yoga and I don't want to send someone into something that they don't enjoy just because they think that's what they're supposed to be doing. So I just want to clear the air and say, you know what, if you want to start exercising and you are pregnant, I don't care how pregnant you are. You could be four days pregnant, four months pregnant, 14 weeks pregnant, like wherever you are on the spectrum, 40 weeks pregnant. If you want to go take a walk, take a walk. That's only going to help you in labor and delivery and getting your baby to drop down. So why should you remain active during your pregnancy? Well, number one, it just increases your overall mobility. You are less likely to feel stiff muscles, tightness in your back, shoulders, neck. As your body is changing and growing, it is very common for us to get a little bit stiff and a little bit sore because we're not exactly sure how to navigate this growing belly. So if we start and keep moving through our pregnancy, it just keeps us a little bit more mobile. Um, it helps our balance. Again, we are growing. We are getting a lot more weight in the front side of our body, which can really throw off our balance. That in the combination of our changing hormones, which makes our ligaments a little bit more lax. So we've got a little bit less stability and then a changing body structure and our weight is distributed differently. So the more you're moving the body, the more you are getting accustomed to those changes slowly. So you're not going from, you know, zero months pregnant to eight months pregnant. Um, and you're getting these gradual changes over time. And if you are moving your body throughout your whole pregnancy, then you're adjusting over time as your body grows and if you're, as your center of balance changes, as the hormones start getting a little bit stronger and making your ligaments a little bit more lax. Um, But you're also, if you're exercising or moving your body, you're improving your strength, which just makes it easier to carry the added weight. I mean, you gain weight when you're pregnant. You have to. You're growing another human. You're also growing or adding blood volume and fluid around your baby to help support it and cushion it. So, you know, that extra strength in your muscles that you're developing will only help you navigate this pregnancy much easier and feel less fatigued with this growing baby but also it will help support you during that entire labor process. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but some people say, you know, having a baby is like running a marathon and it's an endurance sport if you actually um, labor for a while and vaginally deliver your baby, or even if you labor and then have a C-section. And I'll tell you, I have run a marathon and I have had three, well, two labors, um, three children, but the first one was an emergency C-section. So I've labored twice, and it is much more of an endurance event than the marathon that I ran. And I've run multiple half marathons, too, but one marathon. So you definitely need strength. You need endurance. And being physical throughout your pregnancy is only going to help you prepare for that endurance event of birthing another human. Um, Being active also helps with stress relief. Um, Just moving your body, just doing something for you, doing something that gives you just a few minutes to get out of your day, whatever, you know, stressors you had throughout your day, but just getting your blood flowing, getting your mind off of whatever's going on in your life and just getting those endorphins moving throughout your system. So it is a great form of stress relief. I know, especially, um, I would say just first time mamas, but I think, you know, a lot of moms get nervous about the labor and delivery or nervous about what's to come how's the baby going to sleep? Where's the baby going to daycare? How are we going to afford this? There's so many anxiety producing things that can just swirl through our minds as we're pregnant. So getting out and moving your body is a great way to just take that off your head and mind and plate for a little bit. Um, there are also, and I don't want to get super technical on the podcast, but there are definitely studies out there that say that people who regularly exercise have a le- easier labor They also have decreased risk of hypertension and decreased risk for gestational diabetes. So there is some evidence to support the health benefits also of exercising throughout your pregnancy. The biggest takeaway is just find something you enjoy. Again, if you don't like yoga, don't jump into a prenatal yoga class. Um, I think prenatal yoga is wonderful. I love yoga, but I know it's not for everyone. So if you don't enjoy that, if that doesn't sound one ounce of fun to you, don't do it. If you just enjoy walking, get out and walk. Um, Find a great time of the day where it's maybe not so hot or too cold, depending on the season. Um, Of course, make sure you are safe. Um, I would try to find a flat surface to start on if you're a new walker, not try to go up and down a bunch of hills or go on terrain that might be risky for your balance. Um, Of course, get good shoes. Um, Find somebody to walk with. Have a partner. You know, you can walk and talk and just kind of, that makes the walk even that more enjoyable. Um, if you like to dance, I mean, I've never done Zumba, but I know people love it. So, you know, yoga is like my thing. Zumba is not my thing. So, um, but a lot of people love that. So, find a dance class or a Zumba class. Um, you can do Zumba and scale it, you can dance and still make it safe. I know a lot of people are scared they're going to fall or lose their balance and how risky that is for the baby. And yes, that can be risky. But I think if you're starting early in your pregnancy, You can adapt to those changes as your body grows and then also if you feel like your balance is just too out of whack or your ligaments are too lax, you can just not dance. You know, you can definitely feel your body and see is this a strategy that's going to work for me today and if it's not, then just move past it and go do something else. Bar is a great activity for pregnant women, Um, definitely teaches body awareness. There's not a lot of risk as far as jumping or falling with bar. There's a lot of stability and support provided in that type of activity. Pilates, same benefits as bar, honestly, and I love Pilates. Um, I have interviewed um, Amanda Howard on one of my very first podcast interviews, but she owns native Pilates, and she is well-versed in pregnancy and postpartum. So if you want to try Pilates and you're pregnant, reach out to Amanda at Native Pilates. I highly recommend her. Um, Again, yoga, um, if you have been running, and even if you haven't, if you wanna do a slow jog, I am not opposed to that for most pregnant women. Um, I have some caveats or some precautions in a second I'm gonna talk about. But finding an activity that you enjoy I think is great. I also feel like if you are new to exercise, maybe finding a personal trainer or doing some one-on-one classes is going to be best because you're just not going to get swept up in the um, competitive nature of group classes. You're going to have the attention of the trainer or coach watching you, making sure you're breathing well, making sure your posture looks good, making sure the activity is safe for you, and also giving you suggestions on how to modify or scale the activity. Um but the biggest thing is just listening to your body. Um if you have been an athlete, listening to your body is really hard. If we are used to doing a lot of high performance and very busy activities and then we get pregnant, we have taught ourselves for many, many years to ignore that little voice in our head. Um athletes have something called athlete's brain. So if that is you and if you are someone who has been working out, you are not someone who is trying to jump into working out during your pregnancy, I want to encourage you to at least during your pregnancy and postpartum to start listening to that voice that you've been ignoring. If you start questioning, is this activity safe? Is this weight too heavy? Is this distance too long? Am I jumping too high? Is this uh, workout too strenuous? If you're starting to question those things, then start listening to it. It still may be okay for you. But if you're questioning it, it might be time to either change it scale the activity, find a coach or someone who can help you maybe do it best for your body at that time. And then really ask yourself if those questions are starting to pop up in your brain, why am I wanting to do this exact activity on this date? Is your reason because you've always done it and you think you should be able to do it? Or is your reason because you feel safe in your body and you feel like this is comfortable? You know, just start really questioning your, if, if that's popping up in your head if the little flags are popping up then start questioning the why and then you know you may need to appeal to someone who can give you better guidance there but really asking yourself do I feel up to this today just because you lifted heavy weights yesterday um today may be a new day you may be more fatigued today um you are growing a human so it's okay to not run along a normal progression like you would have done before you were pregnant Um, it's okay to take some light days if your body is telling you, hey, I'm just not up for this today. Um, You might be going through a growth spurt or your baby might be going through a growth spurt or the day before might have just maxed you out too much and it's time to get a little bit of a rest. And that's okay too. Also, just noticing if you're having any symptoms related to whatever activity you've chosen to do. So symptoms can be different for each person. Uh, Pain is certainly a symptom. So back pain, even neck pain, um, pubic symphysis pain, that's the pain right in the front of your pubic bone that some women get during their pregnancy, or pain in the low back around the sacrum, um, pelvic pain, pelvic heaviness, anything that is pain related, definitely seek out guidance at that point or scale it down, take a day off, really listen to your body because you are adding extra weight of another human. You are adding extra blood volume. Um, Things are a little bit different and your posture and your balance has changed. So we don't want to create an injury. We don't want to make things harder as you get bigger and get closer to delivery. So definitely don't ignore pain. And I know going kind of back to that athlete brain, if you have been working out, sometimes we're taught to ignore pain um, because we just think, oh, well, that's fine. We're okay, nothing's broken, nothing's torn. We can keep going. But things are changing and hormones are changing your body during this um, time, and we don't want to risk difficulty later. You know, we want to set you up for success um, through your pregnancy, during your labor and delivery, postpartum and beyond through your whole life. So we don't want pain to escalate into something bigger. Uh, I did mention pelvic heaviness. So if you're having pain or pelvic heaviness, if you just feel like baby is sitting super low. Today, you might want to change your activity for that day. Um, If you feel that you're just pushing down through your pelvis instead of it feeling supported, you may need a pelvic health PT or a personal trainer who is, you know, very skilled in pregnancy and or postpartum um, or a Pilates teacher. I think a lot of different um, professions now have pregnancy and postpartum training So if you can search out someone who has training in that area, that is going to be best. I can give you names if you want to reach out to me. I know different people in different areas who have um, advanced training for pregnancy and postpartum. Um, So just symptoms to look out for. Again, pelvic pain or pain in general, hip pain, back pain, neck pain, all the pain. (laughs) Heaviness in your pelvis, especially your abdomen. Any leaking of urine or feces, that is a big warning sign that the demand that you're putting on your body, your body is not able to support that demand. So it doesn't mean you have to stop exercising. It just may mean you need a tune-up or you need someone to walk you through how to coordinate your breath or your intra-abdominal pressure or just strengthen a certain area or even release a certain area. Sometimes when we have tightness in our pelvic floor, we also get leaking, Um, And then if you're excessively fatigued, you know, just take the day off or scale your activity. Just go on a gentle walk. So those are the big warning signs. So if you're working out and you're feeling pain, heaviness, leaking, or excessive fatigue, definitely let's figure out a plan to move forward and make that day a little bit easier. Um, I just wanted to comment that sometimes pain might not happen during the exercise. You may have the pain the next day. So listen to that too. Um, Listen to your body's cues around the days that you exercise. Um, So other things to kind of think about, um, how well you are eating. Uh, Obviously, our caloric needs go up as we are growing another human. But if you're exercising also, you also have an increased need for calories. So think about that. What are you eating and how are you eating? Also, I know plenty of prenatal and postpartum dietitians. if that's a route, or nutrition coaches that you need. To help you support you in that area especially if you've struggled with disordered eating or an eating disorder in the past um, pregnancy is a great time to check in with like a nutrition coach or a dietitian just to make sure you're supporting your health the best way you can but definitely if you are exercising you need to add more calories and you know doing that in a healthy way is the best for you um and Along with eating, of course, is hydrating. So making sure you are drinking plenty of water. Um, the more dehydrated you are, a lot of times, the more cramping we will get, like those um, calf cramps that sometimes people get, or Braxton Hicks, Hick, bleh, Braxton Hicks contractions. Um, so making sure you're hydrating. Sometimes the nausea comes for people when they're not eating as well or drinking as much. So definitely. How much sleep are you getting? I know as we progress through our pregnancy, sometimes finding a comfortable position can be really challenging. Of course, I always recommend all the pregnancy pillows. I mean, just load it up, put a pregnancy pillow everywhere you can, wrap them around shoulders, around your neck, between your knees, under your arms, um, just really support your body as much as you can, um. Throughout the end of my pregnancies, I was kind of to the point where I had so many pillows. My husband was sleeping in another room. Hey, that's an option too. I mean, it is really important for you to rest. If you're not sleeping as well at night, maybe you're getting up and going to the bathroom, try to schedule in naps during the day too, or even just quiet time. You may not need a full like nap to sleep, but can you just relax and rest your body throughout the day to help prepare you to be more active? Um... As far as um, ab exercises, I know a lot of people um, do not recommend ab exercises during pregnancy. I do think it's important to support your core throughout your pregnancy to support the body weight of the baby and to just keep that core connection, that brain-body connection. Um, Of course, you're not going to be able to do sit-ups. That's physically impossible as you get bigger. There is just nothing to crunch at that point because there's a human there. Um, But you can definitely find ways to engage your core. I think that every exercise is a core exercise if we are breathing well and using correct posture. So again you may want to check in with a pelvic health PT or some sort of coach or trainer if you are concerned about the abs and how to keep your abs. Strong is not the word I want but engage and just that good um, connection and support system there for you Um, because you really want to be able to again manage your breath and keep breathing well manage your posture, and then control your intra-abdominal pressure so you're not putting too much force out through your belly or down through your pelvic floor. So I hope this was a little bit helpful as far as pregnancy and exercise. I think it is very important. I think all women, and men too for that matter, but um, all women should exercise throughout their whole life, and that varies depending on what life phase we're in. Sometimes we um, have more time to exercise or more resources to exercise, and sometimes we're just too busy and we don't have the time or the access. Um, so I've talked about this before, but just finding ways to move your body, even if it's doing air squats while you let out the dog, I think it's important for all women and men, but all women to, um, to move our body into exercise. It's good for every system we have for our heart health, our respiratory function, our bowel and bladder, um, and just our mind and mindset moving forward. So, here's to all the pregnant ladies. Keep exercising. If you have any questions, please reach out to me. I love to talk about exercise and health, and I love to talk to pregnant women too. Hope everybody's having a great day. And next week we will talk about postpartum return to exercise and generally what that looks like. So have a great week, and I'll talk to you guys soon.